Hello and welcome to Have You Heard, a listening project. On this podcast, we share tips, stories, and practical advice to help people with hearing loss stay connected. Today, we have a really fun episode plan, and I'm super excited to record it. We're going to cover all things holiday, and we actually have a very special guest joining us today. So please don't forget to stay till the end of the episode, where we're going to give you guys five great tips for managing holiday stress. On today's episode, I have Betsy joining me. Betsy, welcome. Hello. And before we get started, Betsy and I would love to introduce you guys to our very special guest host. He's one of the managers here at OEI, and he's a bit of a jack of all trades. In his very limited spare time, he's also a stand-up comedian. So please help me welcome Jamie Mahaka. Jamie, welcome, and tell us all a little bit about yourself. Well, hi, everyone. I'm a Capricorn. I like long walks on the beach, and I have a son that is about to turn two. And I know you are all jealous because you don't get to quarantine with a (laughs) two-year-old. I'm kind of jealous, Jamie, but not really because mine's four and also a terrorist. So there's that. So you get it. Well, anyway. I do. (laughs) Well, anyway, I work alongside Audra and Betsy at OEI advocating for people with hearing loss. And I've been doing this 11 years now. I love helping people. And I also have an affinity for older folks. And I think it's because I spent a lot of time with my grandparents when I was growing up. I've been able to stay in this career for so long because it is so rewarding. Every single day, I get to experience how we help someone made a difference in their lives. Literally every single day, even on the rare bad days. We are so thrilled to have you here, Jamie, and we're so thankful at OEI to have you because you're such a a wonderful manager and we enjoy working with you, so I'm glad you're here. Let's talk about the 2020 holiday season. I feel like 2020 is just a hot mess in general, but the holidays are upon us and and it's no secret that this year it, it might look a little different for a lot of people. And as someone who is unashamedly uh, change resistant, it might be a little hard for some of us to find the groove this year. So what do you guys think as far as that? Well, I'll go first. Um, I'm a total Christmas person. So this year I have to come to terms with some major changes, which I don't like either in our traditional approach to the holiday. So not only are we adjusting to COVID that's still lurking and the need to physically distance, um, but also this is the first year that our son, his wife, and our grandbabies no longer live near us. Yeah, they moved from Southern California to Sweden recently for a job, and this is not the optimum time to travel, you think? I have a similar issue this year. Uh, I also live far away from extended family. We're in driving distance of my wife's family in Philadelphia, but I don't even know if we will see them for the holidays. And we're certainly not going to see my family that's in Chicago this this holiday season. Oh, I get that feeling, Jamie. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, we will accept this reality as we must, but we'll make it better by FaceTiming with our kids on Christmas Day. And Zooming would be great if we could pull it off, but that is a challenging thought for our technically challenged brains in this family. (laughs) Aw, I can totally relate with that. 
Most of my family does live close, but my sister and two of my brothers live in Arizona. So I'm kind of used to not seeing them. So I don't think COVID holiday is going to be too much different than what we've been doing so far. But I know a lot of people are going to be relying on technology more than ever this year. Oh, for sure. Well, this pandemic sure does affect all of us in so many ways. We are fortunate to have our daughter with us. So we will still decorate the house and play our favorite Christmas music, bake the traditional cookies just for the three of us. And of course, watch It's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas, duh. And we will uh, do the best we can to keep the holiday spirit alive in our home. That sounds really lovely. At our house, Sweeney Todd counts as a holiday movie. So that's just because <laughs> we're a weird family. <laughs> so what are you guys like? What are some of your favorite holiday memories? All right. For me, I'll go again. Um, singing Christmas songs with my family and friends while hosting our annual Christmas party. And we're not doing it this year, but it is what we've always done. So it's a really big adjustment to not do that anymore. But also tasting my homemade apple pie always relieved when the crust survives. It's, it's not a pretty pie, but it sure tastes great. And um, gifts, you know, get figuring out gifts and wrapping them special and decorating the tree with these wonderful ornaments my brother sends us each year. Every year we get four new ornaments for our tree. It's the most gorgeous tree around. For me, uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving, we usually go to Vermont to bake with our best friends. They have this secret family recipe that's been handed down through many generations, and it's for something called Linzer Torts. I think they pronounce it Linzer Tortas. And we take part in baking, and they make hundreds of them. And so our reward for helping is that we get to keep a few. And nice. Yeah, it's they're they're delicious. I've never had anything like them. So we love to partake for the fun of it, but... If I'm being honest, as someone with a sweet tooth, I, I also love the, the food mm -hmm. reward. Mm. Yeah. And my other favorite is celebrating Hanukkah with my family. We cook potato pancakes and other traditional Hanukkah foods. We stay up late at night and we play with our dreidels and these chocolate coins that maybe you guys have heard of. They're called gelt. And we also, I love our traditions for Christmas Day, too. We normally go see a movie and have Chinese food, which is known as a, you know, in quotes, typically Jewish Christmas. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well, because both those things are, we can always count on them to be open for Christmas Day. So works for my family. And then usually we do that earlier in the day. And at the I would say mid to, you know, end of the day, we usually end it by going to my best friend's home for the rest of the day. Cool. That's really awesome. I think I'm going to go to Jamie's house for Christmas because clearly he's got the lockdown <laughs> on all the hot holiday treats. <laughs> so I'm just going to show up Jamie with a Ziploc bag for treats. But for me, I think the best part of the holidays is always just my family. I'm the second oldest of six. So I have like a huge you know, lots of brothers and sisters. And then um, several of my siblings are married and I'm blessed with all of these really awesome sisters-in-law and my mother-in-law is wonderful. And so whenever all of us just to get to be in the same house, it's always loud and fun, but very, very awesome. So what we usually try to do for Christmas, and it's usually the women, the boys kind of opt out, is we watch all of the Lord of the Rings extended version or it doesn't count. And then we watch all of the Hobbit 
also extended or it doesn't count. So I'm going to enjoy when Virgil's old enough to care because now he does not care about Tolkien. But one day he will because he will have no choice. So when it comes to maybe presents, let's talk about that. What's the best gift you've ever gotten? And what's the best gift you've ever given? Betsy. Okay, pick me, pick me. One of my best gifts that I gave was an airline ticket to my brother to meet me in New York City to see a Broadway musical that we both loved. And that was really special. And as for the best gifts I received are my babies, my children and and my grandbabies. Definitely what I'm the most, you know, one of my best gifts ever are our puppy bear. And many moons ago, my parents gave me a Sony reel-to-reel tape recorder. Do you remember that? Or maybe you're too young. I'm not sure. But when I was, I was 20 years old, so but I could so I could record my singing. So that's what I got the Sony reel-to-reel. So I record my singing from my parents, and I still have it. Betsy, which musical was it that you went to go see with your brother? Kiss Me Kate. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So now that we're talking about musicals and singing, and since we know that you had a recorder, uh, do you still sing? And if so, can you please share one of your favorite holiday songs with us? Yes, please, yes. Bessie. Sing, sing, okay. sing. Okay. Yes, I sing all the time. Um, so I'd be glad to do that and, and feel uh, very touched to be asked to do so. Um, I chose this familiar Christmas carol and altered the lyrics to communicate the wonder of our captel caption phone for so many with hearing loss. But the love is the same. Do you hear what I hear? Finally, I can hear my daughter speak. Do you see what I see? Every word my son says I can read. This cocktail phone has given me new life. I am no longer scared of the phone. I can hear and read on my own. Betsy, that was lovely. I've never heard you sing before. I loved it. (laughs) Thank you. I'm clapping. I'm clapping. Jamie, are you going to sing? Are you going to follow that up with some some hotness of your own? Mary Hannah. No, I'm good. (laughs) Good. Jamie? That was great. That was great. That was wonderful. Thank you. That was wonderful. Let me get my recorder out. Yeah, actually, that would be handy. If I could borrow that, that'd be great. Sure. Let's make that happen. So, Jamie, what about you? What about your best gift ever given and best gift ever received? I think the best gift I have ever given was the way that I proposed to my wife. Her favorite TV show of all time is The Amazing Race. So for those of you who don't know, it's this adventure reality show where there's teams of two people each. They compete against each other doing crazy challenges and activities, and they have to find different clues that take them around the world. And so... For my engagement to my wife, I had her traveling around our local area in Washington, D.C. at the time, and she had to go finding different clues, solve riddles, and participate in physical challenges. And then her final challenge was she had to find her way to the train station, and she had to get on a train to Philadelphia and find her way to the spot I had picked to propose. Oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing That's so and beautiful. That's so cool you did that. I'll never do it again. 
It's like one and done. That's it. Yeah. This is for life. Yeah. Really, this is. It just took so much. It was. It was fun, but it took so much planning that it. I can't imagine how they planned the TV show. Quite honestly, but yes, I'm glad she said yes. We're married, so that worked. And then <laughs> um, the best gift I received were tickets to see Hamilton in London. <gasps> yeah, and this happened only because Jordan, my wife, surprised me. We were going to London for the holidays one year, and she somehow discovered that in London, they don't allow you to buy tickets and mark them up. So scalpers can't sell them. You can't buy them and then give them to somebody else. If you buy it, you buy it at face value, and you have to show your ID to get into the theater. Wow. She got the last two tickets available for the show that was the day after Christmas. So. We had uh, we didn't get to sit together, so the seats were totally you know in different areas. Wow. But didn't matter to me the fact that we got to see Hamilton. I, I'll never forget it, and it was very fun and interesting to see it as an American while in London. <laughs> so, That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm really sweet. So. My gifts are nowhere near that level of elaborate. I feel like, Jamie, you should have went last with all your your super awesome, fancy stuff. But that's okay. Let me tell you about my gifts. I think the best gift I've ever given is when I got my husband tickets to Welcome to Rockville, which is obviously, it's like a three-day-long rock festival. My husband's favorite band is Tool, has been his favorite band since high school. He had tickets to go one time, and then something happened, and he couldn't make it. And then the last time they were here, he had tickets, but it was right around, or wanted to get tickets, but it was right around our son's due date. So obviously he couldn't go because he didn't want to miss the birth. So I got him the tickets, and we got to see Tool live, and I've like that was the most excited I think I've ever seen him be about anything. It was like 20 years in the making for him to finally see this band. So that was, I think, the best gift I've ever given. That's sweet. So, yeah, it was. I was happy to do it. Plus, Incubus was there, and they're my favorite bands. It was kind of a two-for-one, and it was really awesome. And as far as the best present I've ever received, I've gotten lots of really great stuff. My family's very big on thoughtful, like, I saw you needed this gift. But my thing that my mom gave me last year that was probably my favorite thing was a light bright. And I don't know if you guys remember from the 80s, like the light bright was the toy. Do it was I like remember? Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So oh, you yeah. remember. Yes. Light bright, Teddy Ruxpin. That was like my jam. Oh, and I man. found a light bright in the closet. I must have been like, I don't know, six or seven. And I'm like, oh, snap. It's about to go down. I'm getting a light bright. Christmas Day comes. Light bright's not there. Turns out my parents bought it for some underprivileged kids and they donated it. What's and wrong had with no that? Idea. I what know, is right? Wrong Come on. With that's terrible. They didn't know that I wanted it. So a couple years later, mind you, I'm 38 years old. Okay, I'm not young. 38. And I <laughs> mentioned it to my mom, and she was like, I had no idea. So last year for Christmas, it was the last gift, and I open it up, and I'm like, oh, it's a light bright. And I start singing the theme song, <laughs> and I'm all about this toy, and my dad keeps going, but what does it do? I'm like, Dad, you plug the pegs in, and you turn the light on. He's like, no, I get that but what does it do? <laughs> My dad could not comprehend why at almost 40, I was so excited about this light bright, but I've used it many times. Virgil and I play with it. So that was my favorite. Um, I think my I, light bright. I need I one. I think you need I to actually... sing it. You do. <laughs> light bright, light bright. There you go. That's all I remember. See? Turn on the magical get. colored lights or something like that. See, there you go. Yeah. Jamie, it's a duet. That's awesome. 
So we've covered gifts. What about traditions? So what maybe traditions you guys have or traditions you'd like to start for the holidays? Any thoughts around that? Okay. Well, I've already established I'm jealous of Jamie for Hamilton and Audra. Some things are worth waiting for. I mean, you've got your life <laughs> right and all is well with the world. You know, that's mm-hmm. it. So for me, let's see. Now, my new tradition that I would like to do is it would be caroling, Christmas caroling in hospitals. I've done this before years ago, but I we've, haven't done it in a long time. Or retirement homes where people are feeling alone and need that Christmas spirit. Um, actually, for now, during COVID, possibly, but what I thought might be really cool is to sing outside their windows and they'd be allowed to open the windows of Christmas so that like old days of Christmas caroling that we also used to do growing up, we would just go from house to house of all of our neighbors and sing Christmas carols just like you've seen in the movies. (laughs) That's really sweet. Yeah. Thanks. What about you, Jamie? I think people probably, well, I know I do. I have a new appreciation now that We're dealing with COVID times for people that do put in some effort for costumes and dressing up. So I think a really fun thing I'd like to start doing is to have a funny or wacky theme each year with my family and then actually make or get appropriate costumes and then be the family that sends out the holiday card that everybody, you know, gets a chuckle from. I'd love to be able to start doing that. Do it, Jamie. That's a great idea. And then, I love how all in you are, Jamie, for things like you just go all out. I think that's awesome. You know, I think I it wasn't always that way. I think my wife has brought it out of me. If we had done this Aww. podcast, but like 12 years ago, it would have been like, what's the best gift you ever got? A hamster. What's the best gift you ever gave? (laughs) A concert ticket. You know, like, (laughs) like to to like you know the local choir at the high school. Like I, I, my wife is who brings out the fun in me. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah, and then I think in terms of another tradition, I do think it's important to give back. I feel like that's even what I do for work, which is remarkable. I'd like to teach my son to give back, though, and I want to start it early. So I think I have to find the right place that would allow children to volunteer, but I'd like that to be something that we do as a family each year. And ideally, you know, helping families and specifically children that are in need, that's something I'd like to do each year with Bennett. Yeah, I think he'd love that. I think all kids naturally kind of want to help. So I think it's really cool as parents when we can provide those opportunities for them. Yeah. For me, um... One tradition that I think we're going to start this year, and I think it might be from Sweden, but it's the tradition of giving each other one wrapped book on Christmas Eve to open. And then you spend the evening just reading books and eating chocolate, which is like kind of how I spend every evening. So, but this, this is really cool because it's like, as a family, we can do it. So I'm looking forward to like sending books to like my sister-in-law and my sister and that all of us can be like having our own little book club for Christmas Eve. So we'll probably do that. And then the other tradition, I really want to do like a holiday day with our son because we don't really do Santa in our family, but I want him to have like the joy of going out and finding that perfect present for Papa or Grandma, buying it and having him have to keep it a secret for, you know, a week or two. Yeah. And then have the joy Mm. of him like being excited to let them open it because he knows what it is and he got it for him. Like, I really want him to focus on giving for Christmas and not getting. So I think he's still a little too young. 
because he cannot keep any surprises. He's four. But I'm hoping <laughs> next year that this can be a tradition for us. Um, I'd like a review on do. all my answers, and I just would like to change them to Audra's. She likes to give back <laughs> to people. The focus is on spending time and quality time with you people. You said that. You said uh, I you did, said but that. hers is much You're more good. Yours is much more genuine. You guys are funny. I know I'm awesome. Thank you for you are. feeding my ego. Now I feel better. <laughs> so now that we've covered gifts and we've covered all of that fun stuff, here is one of the most important questions tree up before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving? And I'll go first on this one. So for me, it is the day after Thanksgiving. That's it. And I don't like to disrespect Thanksgiving by putting my tree up too soon because then your mac and cheese comes out dry. It's like a scientific <laughs> fact. Uh, don't disrespect Thanksgiving. Wait to the day after for the tree. Wow. I what about you, know Betsy? that. I'm going to have to write that down. Well, um, yeah, for me, it's after, unless our kids come home from Sweden, yes, Sweden, for Thanksgiving, and then it would be before. Cool. Hmm. All right, well, then, how about the great Thanksgiving debate? Canned or uncanned cranberry sauce? I say canned all the way, forever, all the time. Canned, our son insists on it. I'm going to be the outlier and say that canned cranberry sauce is blasphemy. And I will not have it in my home. It is fresh all the way. Fresh all the way. I'm impressed. So speaking of that, what are you guys' favorite holiday foods? I mean, my real answer is all of them. But my two Mm -hmm. favorites are stuffing and mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's, that's, yes, that's pretty great. I I gotta agree, but I I put down sweet potato casserole with marshmallows, and the Waldorf salad. Mm. Awesome. Mine is pecan pie for sure. Like I make it with bourbon, and the best part is is you get to drink the extra bourbon. Mm. So it's like a two for one, <laughs> oh. and it comes out like it just adds this extra layer of flavor that makes the pie like you can't stop eating it. Which is why I only make it for Thanksgiving and sometimes Christmas because I will eat the entire pie. Mm, mm. That sounds good. One and done. Well, this has been so much fun. Thanks for sharing, you guys, for all of your traditions and your gifts and your stories. But we do not want to leave all of our listeners hanging because we promise to give you guys some tips. So without further ado, here are your five fabulous tips for managing holiday stress. The first one, and it can be a little bit difficult when you've got little ones at home or grandkids at home, but it's this. It's making time for yourself whether that's baking or taking some time to go for a walk or listen to your favorite holiday music, make sure to make time for yourself. That's a great tip, actually, because in my house, I'm the one that loves to bake. And now that we have a two-year-old, I'm famous now for being the guy that bakes before dawn, before everyone's up. Mm -hmm. And it works for me because that is the only uninterrupted time I get, but I can get what I want done. But what I've also heard that I want to try is that people apparently are baking together on Zoom. So Mm. you can't be together in person, but people are, I guess, they they get together on Zoom. They pick a recipe. They're all going to bake the same recipe. And then apparently it's really fun that after you're done baking, you can literally show everybody how yours came out and how it tastes and you can compare it. So I want to try that. But they can't taste it, but nobody else can taste it but you. No, that's true. But... You know, I think we all have times where you bake something, it doesn't taste quite the way you want. So it's sort of like yeah. you're, you're on oh, camera, sure. 
And so okay. people can see you taste your own creation for the first time and your face will probably tell it all. Yeah. Well, that's really sweet. All right. So tip number one, make time for yourself. Tip number two, practice healthy sleep habits. So you guys definitely want to be mindful about how much alcohol maybe you consume late in the evening or caffeine, um, making sure you're trying to get a little bit of exercise in during the day because our sleep is very sensitive and it can get thrown off by minuscule things. So try your best to practice healthy sleep habits. Yes. And your sleep can also get thrown off by minuscule beings. If you give them sugar Mm -hmm. late in the day, then they never Mm -hmm. go to sleep, which means you never go to sleep. Which is why I'm tired today. Yeah, I hear you. (laughs) And then also um, for people that are sensitive to caffeine, I am. I cannot have any caffeine after 12 p.m. or I don't sleep. Me too. Fair enough. That's a tip, guys. No caffeine after 12. So tip number three, use aromatherapy. Mm. Different fragrances and different smells can really make a difference. And I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a lot of science that shows that fragrances and smells have a unique way of getting directly to the part of our brain that regulates emotions and memory and stress. So if you find yourself stressed out during the holidays, it's a really great time to start experimenting with either like a essential oil in a diffuser or some nicely fragranced candles. Like for me, something, anything earthy and woodsy just brings my stress level down. So I've got lots of like sage candles, leather, teakwood, sandalwood, anything like that just helps me feel super calm and relaxed. So aromatherapy, if you're not into it, look it up. It will be a game changer for stress. And number four, number four is get outside. So that means if you're not in a frigid tundra, like it was when I lived in Chicago, I live in Florida now, I can go outside whenever I want to. But even if you are someplace really cold, even just getting in your backyard or if you're in an apartment, being able to go on your back porch for a little bit, just getting a little bit of nature can make a huge difference. Yeah, I love that idea. And we, in particular, we're outdoorsy people. We live on a little mountain here in California. So the sound of the creek on our mountain trail is just heavenly. It's just music. And the smell of the sagebrush and the pine trees just always lifts our spirits. And it does remind me that I'm very grateful. And that I think that helps lift my spirits and keep going. That's awesome. I'd love to be outdoorsy, but there is alligators and scorpions and ticks and water moccasins in Florida. So I just don't go. There's that. Oh. But one thing I do try to make sure, and this is our last tip, is I always make sure, especially during the holidays, that I'm connecting with other people. So whether that's old friends that I haven't talked to in forever or new friends that I've just met, I feel like it's so important to take the time to send that Christmas card. Or if you're like me and you forget, send that Christmas email or make that Christmas call to somebody (laughs) because not everybody has somebody that they can be with for the holidays. But I think it's so touching to a lot of people for someone else to take the time out of their day to send a Facebook message or an email or a card or something. Um, And especially if you can get something handwritten, even if it's late. So I shouldn't say that. If your Christmas card gets there for New Year's, that's okay. It's the fact that you took the time to do that, that really sticks with people and it's really inspiring to them. So anytime you guys can connect with other people for the holidays, you know, take the time to do that because that just might be their favorite holiday memory is the fact that you took out the time to check in on them. That Yeah, that's so important. And I think we're, for my family, you know, during Hanukkah and the holidays, it's going to be 
Zoom calls and and FaceTime calls, you know, anything that can be on some type of video seems to really make the difference. Mm-hmm. And we'll play some games online. And then um, I've already been famous for making individual short videos of things that my son says or does. Aww. But I'll, I'll be putting an extra focus on catching the hilarious and embarrassing moments of his so yes. that people can <laughs> enjoy a chuckle and a lift during all the holidays. I think that's going to go well. I think so, too. And I like that you're going to, you know, feature your little boy because I think a lot of your family are going to want to see that. So they feel like they're not missing out. Oh, absolutely. Believe me. Well, this has been super fun, guys. This has been a really, you know, interesting and fun episode to do. And I'm so glad that we got to host this one together. And I know for all of our listeners, like 2020 feels like it was written by Stephen King and produced by M. Night Shyamalan. There is like (laughs) just nothing but horror and twist (laughs) all the way through. But I don't think that that means that we can't all have a wonderful holiday season, even though it looks a little different. The most important thing to remember is why you're celebrating whichever holidays you choose to celebrate. Because if you can connect with the why you're celebrating, the how you get to celebrate or how you have to celebrate won't matter as much. Every year for the holidays, we have a chance to make new memories, start new traditions. And this year, while it's a really weird year, it still holds the same opportunities. So we're just really hoping that all of you have an amazing holiday season, no matter what that looks like. Absolutely. So that is the end of our show. Please join us next time where we're going to be talking about virtual learning, homeschooling, and the ways to keep everyone engaged while staying home. In the meantime, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out. And for more information on hearing health resources, please visit our website at oeius.org. That's oeius.org. So until next time, this is Audra. Jamie. Betsy. Reminding you guys to stay safe and stay connected. Bye, everyone. Copyright 2020 by OEI. Guests of the podcast and resources mentioned are for interests of our audience only. There are no marketing agreements or incentives involved.